This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 954 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Chen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Driving Radio Show. Guest co-host David Saunders and Glenn the Geek talk about driving multiples like pairs and foreign hands on a common man's budget, and they give some specifics on the importance and how to get the rein length and breaching adjusted properly. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier, or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. So, David, uh, we are going to also do a little segment here every month uh, where we answer listeners' emails. And I had an email from Carol is in California, and she is a non-competitor. And she wrote a pretty long email, so I'll just summarize it here. She's a non-competitor. She drives a single horse, and she does it for fun, but she would like to learn to drive a pair, and eventually she would love to do a four-in-hand. And she basically wants to know, how do you go about doing that? How, other than getting another horse and a carriage and everything to go along with it, she, wants to look, she was basically asking, how do you learn to drive a pair in this case? Well, thank you, Glenn. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try every week or every month to try and answer people's questions as your private coachman to the driving radio network. And um, I guess what you have to do is when you start moving up to multiples, there's several problems that you encounter, mostly expensive problems. You obviously, <laughs> you obviously have to have another horse. Um, you have to have more equipment and you generally have to have a different carriage, but not always. I mean, for instance, you can go, if you, if you want to drive, if you're driving a single, for instance, and someone else has a single, you can always put a tandem together and you can kind of share the driving and you can put together kind of a poor man's team, as it were, with a tandem by using some long lines, uh, for the tandem range. You don't have to do everything particularly, uh, proper, but you can kind of cobble together a tandem. Uh, two single drivers can do that and start driving a multiple. Uh, driving a pair is a, is, is a slightly different problem because you, you, you obviously need to have a pair vehicle and you have to have pair harness. Um, but of course, the benefits of driving a pair is you double your horsepower and you double the amount of people you can take out with you. Um, and it's not necessarily, people often say to me, is it harder to drive a pair than a single? A well-driven single 
is 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 a thing to behold. Uh, a well-driven pair is a thing to behold, and it's not necessarily harder to drive a pair than a single or a four. It's just different, and you have more equipment. And one of the things that I say to people once they start driving multiples is, it's about eighty-five percent equipment adjustment. So you have to know exactly how to adjust your equipment. If the equipment is adjusted, adjusted correctly, then the horses generally will go very well for you. So I hope that kind of answers your question. Now, with, with pairs, you still only have two reins? Yes. You, what you do is you, 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 have, you actually have four reins at the, which goes to the horse. Uh, on each rein, the left rein has a long rein called the draft rein, which goes to the outside of the left horse. On that left rein, there is a short rein called a coupling rein that goes to the left side of the right horse and vice versa. The right rein goes to the right side of the right horse and the right side of the left horse. So, so it's split, it, like a splitter in there. Exactly. Right. But funnily enough, the coupling rein is kind of the, the, the most badly adjusted rein. If you talk to any of these combined drivers, the coaches are out there adjusting coupling reins all the time because horses with longer necks or different head carriages, you sometimes have to let the rein in or out to either apply or not to apply pressure on the horse's mouth. So adjusting that coupling rein can be sometimes a bit of a, 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 a gamble, as it were. Now, being a driver who learned how to drive on my own with, without any help when I first started 25 years ago, one of the hardest things is knowing if you're, if you're, if you have a cart, if that's adjusted correctly, if it's balanced correctly, if your harness is on correctly. Now with the internet today, that's a little easier than when I started, but we, if you're going to go to a pair because that harness adjustment is so it has to be so correct. Would you recommend at least getting somebody who's done it before to take a look at it for her? Yes, exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's important whether you're driving a single. In fact, sometimes I think driving a single in a two-wheeler is much more difficult to adjust than driving a pair. You, you have slightly less problems because the balance of a two-wheeler is really quite crucial. Um, but you really need to go and see a professional just to, or, or someone that knows a lot more than you do just to run your eye over it. And one of the biggest mistakes that people make whenever I do a clinic is people look how the harness or the carriage is adjusted at the standstill. Well, that's not what you're doing. You're actually being driven around. So what you have to do is actually drive around and get someone from the ground to look at how the line of draft is. That's from the point of the shoulder to the splinter bar or to wherever the trace is connected to the carriage. They're very important things to do. You can only understand them when the horse is moving. Bridging, for instance, you cannot tell if the bridging is adjusted correctly when the horse is stood still because nine times out of ten they sit back in the bridging. So it seems like it's tight. But then when the horse goes forward, it, the bridging becomes loose. So I guess what you need to do is to make sure that it's looked at with you on the move. Speaking of bridging, that that came up in a conversation we had on this show about how tight that is supposed to be. Well, now that's kind of the $64 million question. Um, it needs to be tight enough so it holds back the carriage, but not tight enough to impair the horse's action. So here's, here's the answer to that question. If you have a horse with a long stride, you have to have a little bit more room on the britching. If you have a horse with a shorter stride, you can get away with a tighter britching. But it, it's kind of, 
it's one of those questions you can't answer until you actually see the horse moving in the carriage. And you may have to adjust it for, for instance, you may want it in the, in the show arena where you don't really need it so much for stopping. You may want to have it a little bit looser. So if you've got a long striding horse, the horse can actually stretch out its, its hock from behind and, and extend if you're doing a, a, an extended trot or, or a long trot to show off to the judge. Uh, but there again, if you go on the marathon or if you're in the cones where you want immediate contact, you may want to adjust the bridging a little bit shorter. So I guess the golden rule with harnesses is it's there to be adjusted. Just because you have it adjusted one day in one hole for, for one thing, you may be doing something different and you may need to adjust it again. So it's kind of like a, a, a living organism adjusting harness. You have to adjust it for what you're doing at the time. Well, Kara, I hope that helps uh, answer your question. And if anybody else wants to uh, drop us a note, you can send them to Glenn at horseradionetwork.com, G-L-E-N-N, at horseradionetwork.com, and we'll make sure that David gets them and we answer them here on this monthly segment when David's on. Well, that about does it. For more tips on everything from apps for horse folks to zeroing in on half halts, go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the Topics drop-down menu on the left. You can listen to the Driving Radio Show every single week at drivingradioshow.com, or you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products, and listeners like you. Learn how to become an official auditor and qualify for cool auditors-only perks at horsetipdaily.com and click on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.